Welcome, everybody. Uh, I wanted to invite you all to a brand new podcast series. Uh, I wanted to invite some of my closest mobile friends uh, to rant and rave about what's happening in mobile technology. Uh, I wanted to introduce Circo. Uh, Circo, why don't you give us a little background around who you are? Hi, yeah, sure. So uh, thanks, Joey. Um, my name is Circo. I come from the film world in the beginning initially, like back in the day, went to film school and worked in the industry for, man, about almost 15 years, um, in various capacities, mostly content creation, motion pictures, photography, all that good stuff, producing, directing, and kind of made a transition over to tech uh, a handful of years ago, worked with you, Joey, uh, MakerBot for a few years, which was pretty dope. Um, yeah, now I work in content distribution. Cool. And uh, what uh, current phone are you rocking in your pocket today? Most of the time, it's the uh, iPhone XS Max. Cool. I, I don't like cool. that name. I really don't like saying that name, but that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, this is true. This is true. Jonathan, why don't you give us a little background about yourself? Sure. Thank you. Uh, I'm Jonathan. Uh, I have worked in uh, marketing and advertising basically for my whole career. Uh, a little brief stint on the startup side uh, at the literal dawn of the consumerification of the internet in the mid-90s, uh, but really been on the agency side uh, up until kind of now. And uh, I won't get into my transition, but uh, still marketing, uh, but on the brand side, which I'm uh, very excited about. And uh, my mobile sort of uh, path is really a, a self-guided, uh, geeky uh, point of interest. I've used many, many devices and for some reason retain them all uh, as well. So I've got a pretty healthy drawer full of uh, technological history, uh, which is fun. Uh, and I am t uh, rocking the uh, iPhone XS uh, these days, uh, switched from the all Google universe not that long ago, I guess in September or October. I can't remember exactly when, but, you know, I've used pretty much everything uh, through the years. Yeah, I think um, it was a pretty big year for you in terms of what I would say giving into the Apple ecosystem this year with your family. The lock-in is uh, it's tough to uh, stay away from it. Um, it is. It is substantial. The, yes. The golden cradle. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, 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 it's something else, though. But yeah. Yeah. So also, I would say, you know, all of us are pretty, you know, early adopters. We were just reminiscing around when we first met. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast was we have been ranting and raving about mobile technology, uh, mostly in an iMessage group for about the past couple of years together. And I'm like, well, we should really kind of expand this and, and let everyone else kind of hear our uh perspectives um, since we've really been, you know, on the cusp of, of all this technology. We, all of us sort of met together back in the Nokia days when Nokia was leading camera phone technology, really pushing with devices. We were just reminiscing about um, MAMO and the Nokia 7, N770 and, and N800, which were sort of like the first internet tablets. They had a web browser, keyboard, pretty interesting uh, form factors. We all met back when there was an actual Nokia store in New York City and became friends and have really, you know, always been talking about technology together. We all actually have had a, a work past. Uh, I worked at RGA with um, 
with Jonathan for some time, worked on a lot of uh, mobile app development uh, while I was at RGA. Uh, and then I went on to work in the startup world and working on uh, hardware and software ecosystem products. And we're at this pinnacle here where you know smartphones have really reached their kind of peak, right? Like there's the growth is 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 very stagnant. Everyone, you know, everyone under the sun has them. You know, there's not a big reason here or there to really jump to a new a new new device. Uh, there's you know, camera phones have been coming coming out with new higher resolutions and some new new tricks like portrait mode. But now we finally are sort of starting to see a little playground unfold and really with the Samsung Fold and also this new Hawaii uh, device, um, which has just been announced at Mobile World Congress. Excuse me, Joey, so, before you go there, before you go there, what yeah, device yeah. are you rocking? You didn't have um, I currently have a iPhone XS and I also have a Pixel 2 XL partly because of the ecosystem lock with finding where my son or daughter is all over uh, town. Got to keep them honest, you know? I actually just gave my Galaxy Note 8 to my mom. Uh, she actually has issues really with touch devices. Using a pen actually allows her to really use the device so much better than than just having, a, you know, finger tapping on a, on a screen. And so, um, and and she actually, you know, really loves it. She's been, you know, drawing hearts and like, just, you know, really kind of getting into it. It's been pretty amazing. Mom's uh, 80, 80, and uh, it really helps. So the one thing that kind of blows my mind around the Samsung Fold is that they did not include S Pen technology for the tablet mode. The iPad Pro has really kind of, you know, pushed things. S Pens have a wonderful technology, you know, both on, the Note, and I've used it on some of their Windows tablets. Um, so I think it's one thing that's kind of missing from the form factor. Excuse me one sec, guys. Let's just kick off by saying that yeah. anything we say has nothing to do with our employers. These are all our own opinions. And whatever <laughs> happens from now on has nothing to do with my employer, my current employer, or yeah. anyone we work for or have worked for. All right. So our own so, opinion. So just want to disclose. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, <laughs> so Circa, do you, have, do you have any Apple stock is the question. No, no, no. no all not right. Anymore. Okay, there you go. All right, cool. Um, so my thing of the fold is, uh, or just even this form factor is, is, it's very interesting. Samsung device is nineteen hundred and eighty dollars, which is kind of ridiculous. And then the proposed price of the Huawei device is, uh, isn't it like twenty six hundred dollars or something? Oh, yeah. The Huawei, yeah. the Huawei, 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 Huawei. 20, it's out of control. Yeah. yeah. 26, so, oh, 2300 euros, 2600 US dollars, maybe? Yeah. Like yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think we've all saw both devices. The Huawei device is uh, super, you know, it's thinner, so it's a little bit sexier. Uh, it folds in a kind of different type of direction than the Samsung Fold. But uh, I, I think the Samsung Fold, to me, when it's closed, is just almost inoperable. It looks like WebOS or something. What I mean, do you when is when the screen when the screen's off? I actually think it's pretty slick. Like I watched, there's some video, uh, like without sound, the animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and I watched. No, it's actually it's it's like video. an video. Yeah, it's like an ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's no. They're all lined uh, up. There's like three or four of them next to each other. <laughs> exactly. And when the screen's off and it's just using like the, um, you know, sort of OLED, it looks pretty cool. It's when you turn it on and you're like, whoa, <laughs> why is the screen only like three quarters of the size? Uh, you know, kind of looks like a mistake almost. Yeah. I guess it's for like quick reference kind of stuff. Maybe you're supposed to, in their mind, use it as a primary sort of open thing. Whereas the Huawei like really just feels like, a, I mean, I haven't touched it obviously, but it looks like a phone and then you open it up and it's a tablet. Uh, it really does have more, I don't know, seeming duality to it rather than, uh, I don't know what Samsung's going for, at least in my, you know, observations from afar. Check so, from China, not actually guys, let's not underestimate. They're they're coming fast. They're coming fierce. Huawei, I mean, if they ever get acceptance in the U.S. in terms of like legal rights to start selling hardware here, it's going to be a bloodbath. I think it's going to be really interesting. They'll, it's only a matter of time. I think in the next few years, they'll probably get they'll probably get the ability to start selling phones here. Well, yeah, also, I mean, their computers are sold, just not their phones. Yeah. It, it will, also, the Huawei actually has 5G, of course, as well, um, of which, you know, 5G is really not even set from a standard perspective. There's multiple chipsets, and it's just way too early. I would say, you know, but I think it's it's like the concept, but they're actually going to be you know, shipping them sometime in 2019. So it'd be very interesting. It also kind of reminds me, the Samsung one has a little reminiscence of like a Virtu to me, like that yeah. sidebar, you know, it's like, it's like a metal, you know, the hinge is very, I don't know, you know, it's like that platinum Virtu or something. Doesn't Huawei make we- 5G base stations? So that's, a, that's an advantage there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that how they were able to get that in there? Interesting. Like, yeah, the tech right off the bat, having a 5G phone, whereas, like, Samsung's not going to have a 5G anything until, like, later this year. Yeah. I think that the the thickness of the Samsung is actually much more reminiscent. Sorry. Yeah, it's much more reminiscent of, like, the old Scions, you know, like those, like, Mongo pocket computers. It's kind of crazy that it's that's what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. although when you open it, obviously, it's it's one screen. Uh, yeah, which technologically is pretty sweet. I mean, you've got to give them credit there. It's just the folded version of the Samsung. It just seems like kind of kind it of looks rough. like a joke. Yeah, the one the one other thing about the Huawei that looks kind of interesting too is they actually have a back screen too. Sort of on the front, you can kind of interact with it as if you would with any phone, but on the back, you get the same kind of phone experience. But then you also have selfies, right? So. It's like they use the screen, and so it's almost like three screens uh, from the demo that I saw. Wow. I didn't see that. I just saw that, uh, you know, the hump that's in there mm-hmm. where the screen, you know, when it folds under, yeah. that holds, like, the battery and uh, the charge port. Mm-hmm. And it seems, ve- I mean, the consideration there is strong. And there's, like, uh, almost like the, um, what is it, uh, Lenovo has that cool sort of bend Mm-hmm. You know, in their laptops, it looks like that, like you know, like like a piece of jewelry almost. Yeah, it, the cameras are in that in that mount as well. It's pretty slick. I like that design a lot. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting. I love how Apple throws out a patent for a foldable phone like the next day after Samsung announced theirs, which is like <laughs> I didn't even really, see that. Really? Oh, you didn't, yeah, you didn't see that. I was like a strong troll, man. It was, it was a nice, you know, the day before uh, Mobile World Congress. Wow. Does it yeah. look cool? I need to look it, I need to look it up right now. It, it didn't say much. It just literally had a, a quick little drawing or what I, what, I, yeah. what they reported on. Speaking um, of like Apple, man, 
we were talking about this earlier, how, you know, the Huawei, the foldable, what is it, the Mate 10, uh, it has <laughs> an iTunes app icon ripoff on the home screen. I mean, yeah, it's so funny. Like, it's like Samsung or the, all those guys just haven't learned since Samsung ripped it off back in what? The Galaxy S3 hmm. or whatever the controversy was. S1, the yeah. original, I yeah. think. Or was it the S1? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. I mean, if somebody lost you, it's uh, so, so little time. <laughs> well, cool. Um, any other final thoughts on uh, foldables? Are, are you guys excited about them? Or... I think the technology of folding is definitely cool. Definitely. Um, and, you know, is clearly real. Uh, just no one's going to buy these phones. I mean, it's two grand for, you know, for a phone. It's mm-hmm. really crazy. I mean, even like the top end, I know we're going to talk about the S10 uh, a little bit, but like the, you know, one terabyte version, which is also crazy. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's, that's pushing like almost two grand also, right? It's like $1,600, I think, which is, that's crazy money yeah. for, te- you know, for a phone. I mean, I know they're pocket computers, but. Yeah, that's crazy. Add thirty percent or forty percent um, import tax for that Huawei phone if you want someone to smuggle one in for you. So then we're talking like three or three thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I guess the, the one the one other thing that would be kind of interesting they haven't really got there yet. They have been revving on it. Is uh, you know Samsung Dex technology, right? So you got a desktop experience. Mm-hmm. You could you could see that you know like almost having. You know, plug it into some sort of keyboard and and have a full you know, PC type experience. It's kind of interesting. Um, Was that part of this though? No, no, no. It's, it's not. I'm just saying. You know, you could see a logical extension of that, right? Mm. I mean, I think that 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 thing, and that's an old uh, theme too. Like in ultra mobile, you know, PCs. Certainly, back in the era of time in which we all met. I mean, those things existed. Yeah. Uh, and and to your point, Circo, you you did actually have to import some of those from Japan, even like yeah. at the time. Galaxy Nexus, uh, I paid seven hundred fifty dollars for that phone, and then three months later, it was available in the U.S. unlocked for like three hundred fifty bucks through Google. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a tough one. That's yeah. my, that was my year off iPhone. Uh, yeah, you know, there was Instagram what... on Android. I, I took a year off Instagram to switch to a Galaxy Nexus for a year. You know, it's funny because, like, you look back and we used to do that all the time. You used to get these European imports because they, they were the things that were the future, right? Yeah. And, and now almost all of those type of, uh, you know, import shops are, like, almost practically gone, you know. For, yeah. Uh, Before the unification of, like, you know, 3G even, right? So you yeah. have, like, Euro Euroband 3G, but 2.5G in the U.S. Like, you know, pay the premium to get the tech, but only get half of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I so for me, I use an iPhone and I I do use an iPad with a pencil very regularly. Um, it's in my part of my daily routine. You know, if they can get that that combo thing together on the Apple side, it's going to be interesting. Definitely iOS thirteen. Well, cool. Well, why don't we um, move on and talk about uh, camera phones for a little bit? There's been a, a few announcements uh, since we we are all sort of old school Nokia lovers. Uh, there's the Nokia. N9, which has uh, five cameras. It incorporates, uh, I believe, the light API and technologies. And they have, I think it's at least two black and white cameras uh, and then one or two other color cameras for depth. Of course, enlisted some professional photographers who take outdoor photos. And the quality, even after compressed from Instagram, uh, looks pretty impressive. What do you guys think? How did... How do those work actually? Does it take, does it image all at the same time or do you choose a mode 
and then it picks which lenses uh, it, to it, use. I think it's taking it at the same time and it's doing a little bit of post-processing. So depending mm. on, and, and you have some potential really underlying sort of tweaks that you can do. They say that some of the, some of the photos actually take a little while to, to process. It's not real time, but gotcha. I do, but I do believe they do have a light chip in, in the device itself. I mean, looking at the photos uh, from the link that you shared, I mean, the one thing that's, I mean, two things that are pretty amazing. Like this looks like it's actually an Android one device. This is like a mid range phone with all this camera tech in it. Right. And, you know, not, not like a flagship level and, but there's no, doesn't really look like there's a camera bump here. It's pretty clean yeah. uh, on the back, which is also pretty, pretty amazing. They also are labeling it pure view, which I think, you know, the last time I've really seen that, that brand Windows was, was well, yeah, yeah. The Lumia, what was it? The, was it the 800? Nine, 800 yeah, or 900? Eight, eight or 900 maybe. Yeah. Circo and I went to the, I think the Lumia 800 opening. Uh, remember Circo they had yeah. Yeah, and all the demos with the super like dark. Yeah. Yeah. I actually love that. That phone was chunky, but I, I still love that polycarbonate, like that body. That It was such a cool form factor to me. It might have been the 1020, actually, the, the, the oh, yellow yeah, that's one, right. the bright yeah, yellow yeah. one. Yeah, you're right. You're right, the 1020. And the, but they had a much bigger, it was like a 40 megapixel or something crazy. like that. crazy, yeah. Which, which nobody does anymore, you know, at that right. level. Yeah, that was right after Nokia was uh, killed, Nigo, uh, yeah. in the N9. The other part of that phone is it actually, you're right, it is sort of, it looks lower cost, but it actually seems to be close to a, it doesn't look like a flagship, but it looks more premium than the other lower cost phones that uh, HMD has brought to the market. Looks pretty it's nice. very good looking. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely really nice. It's got uh, some sort of metallic uh, sort of skin on it. Mm-hmm. Looking at the uh, the specs here, I mean, six gigs of RAM, 120 gigs of storage, waterproof. Like it's not a slouchy uh, device at all. Six ninety nine is an awesome price. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in this uh, <laughs> piece of hardware. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll we'll talk about that on another podcast around sort of Android and affordability. It's uh, there's there's a lot a lot to like uh, out there, a lot to choose from. I guess you would mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. for sure. So speaking of flagships, the S10 was a series was announced this week, the most leaked uh, phone in history. Everything was leaked through. Samsung apps to just like everything. It was just wild. Pretty much, you know, have the iPhone playbook in terms of just like the XR, they have this uh, S10e, which has the same camera technology. It's, It's very similar to the XR in terms of what it has to offer, but it doesn't have things like the fingerprint sensor or as many cameras. I When I say fingerprint sensor, I mean the in-display camera sensor, right? Uh, finger, fingerprint sensor. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say this. This they also say that this fingerprint sensor is is extremely fast and, and much different than some of the other sensors that are currently out on the market. So the three things that I wrote down that this phone has uh, that they're making a statement on are the cameras. They've got uh, I believe five. Is it five cameras? One, two, I think three, it's actually four, up four. Up. Up to six, I up to six. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, there's depth, yeah. depth, selfie, and then all the things on the back. Three in the back, and then two in the front. So that's five. Where's the sixth one? I, I one of them, I believe, has six cameras. 
Oh, uh, interesting. Oh, well, that's the that, that's the fold. I think. I think the fold minus six. Okay. Oh, really? Uh, yes, anyway, anyway, anyway. Just, we're, yeah. Cool part about it is it's got the wide angle, it's got the telephoto, and then it's got the you know core, um, and those are you know optical. And I think I don't think the wide angle is not op- optical stabilization, but the others are. This phone also is one of the first very large commercial phones with a fingerprint sensor technology for authentication. Uh, everyone has been going uh, to the notch and doing facial recognition. This kind of goes back to the fingerprint sensor, but it's, it's hidden within display, which is pretty wild, which also brings us to this new pinhole notch. Uh, well, not even notch, but it's just the camera. With a little space punch around hole. it, yeah, punch, punch hole, hole. punch yeah. hole. You're right. So, uh, starting off, why don't we talk about cameras since we were just talking about it on the Nokia and nine? What do you guys think about uh, the lineup? I, I'm, I'm assuming that Apple will probably come out with something very similar. Yeah, I mean, I, I Samsung always does a really nice job. I am not used a Samsung phone in a couple of years, like as a you know everyday kind of thing. I mean, the thing that they do. Uh, though is they tend to oversaturate a fair bit like they add a little visual flair uh, to their photos uh so i'm sort of curious how that's really gonna pan out i mean they do take very nice pictures and they, i think they do that because a lot of people find it very pleasing for the purpose of sharing anyway so i guess we'll see the sample image that i saw actually looks more like a pixel 3 image it was like a lot more contrast a little bit i'd say like even evenly kind of colored i don't know it seemed less like a samsung photo than it looks like they're kind of getting going after google more this year with the s10 from what i've seen just like a few of the sample images uh as far as the phone itself is concerned i mean again this is just as another example of samsung not really knowing what the hell they want to sell it's like four different three different models four different models there's like an s10e an s10 s10 plus and then an s10 5g and then the Galaxy Fold, which is kind of like a phone they started working on, looks like a few weeks ago, and just kind of like pulled it out of the lab and did some fun like promo press, you know, shoots for it. it just kind of seems like they're all over the place again. Like, what's up with Samsung, guys? I yeah. would agree with you. It does feel a little. I mean, on two fronts. I mean, I think it's it's tricky to say which was even the right one for you without like getting into it because there's the 5G variant. Right. Forget the fold. I think the fold is just like a innovation halo <laughs> product. Uh, you know, no one's going to buy. It's just kind of cool that they have it. But like of the other ones, like which is the right one to get? You know, if yeah. you're like a if you're like a normal person, like what? I guess it's whichever one is like the first to go uh, bogo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Which will yeah. probably happen. Instantly. The fold yeah. is an exclusive. Right? Yeah, I mean the the, yeah. the fold detector mode. But I would say, look. You got the iPhone XS, the XS masks, Max. Can't even say it. It's terrible. Uh, that's the S10 and the S10 Plus, and the XR really is sort of the S10 E. Yeah, right. So it's very same much price too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would say I would say the 5G. I mean, they're only announcing that really just because they need to have a phone some you know in the market as some of these small individual 5G markets come to life. So they're mm. just like, hey, we've got something covered here. Probably um, something Verizon asked them to do so that the Fold could be on some carrier because no other carrier would touch it. And Verizon's like, sell a 5G phone on our network and we'll, we'll, we'll take the Fold. 
Well, well I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if uh, it means <laughs> it's exclusive. Has Verizon even announced 5G? I mean, they're all saying it's coming, but there's nothing like official, official. <clears throat> they they launched 5G cities. last October. 5G in the home last October. Oh, Verizon did or, or AT&T Verizon did. did? Verizon did. Verizon's the first network in the U.S. to have real 5G in the marketplace. Last October, it launched and is 5G in your home uh, to replace Just with, with, with the with a MiFi or type yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. To replace yeah. BIOS. Yep. It's it's just so early. It's next year. You know, everything's like really next year. I but, agree. I agree. Yeah. So what do you guys think about the fingerprint sensor? I think it's, I mean, we've been talking about this for, you know, a few years. This facial stuff works really well on the iPhone. They both work well. Like I haven't used the in-screen thing. I know like Vivo that had that too. Obviously, mm-hmm. no one's buying that phone <laughs> either. Yeah. So I think it's cool to have it in there. I have to say though, having been a you know, I guess some of the most recent switcher uh, to iPhone, the face thing is shockingly good. Yeah. Um, and the way that it like in flow kind of works without having to touch it is also mm-hmm. pretty slick. Mm-hmm. So yep, I would sure. I would assume this is going to work well because I know LG, but also their thing is touchless. It like uses like I think like the the veins in your hand is what it can see. Yeah, well, similar to your face, which is also a pretty wild uh, concept. But they have to use a, a light. They have to like it shines a light. This one doesn't shine a light, so it can be used right. anywhere. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 It looks, it looks good. better I mean, than yeah. anyone else's in-screen fingerprint sensor. I like the one on the side, though, for the E. I kind of yeah. like that in the power button. That's pretty slick. I yeah, mean, there's there's a few uh, laptops have that uh, type of tech, too, where you just sort of touch the side. I think I had that on my next bit, Robin. Right? I have one of those. <laughs> oh, my God. I had that. Yes. <laughs> that phone was cool, man. Yeah, no, I mean, cool. it was it, looked it was cool. a bunch of it was a bunch of HTC guys, I think, that kind of jumped out yep. and um, it had funky colors. It's, it was very squared off. Um, had in, some infinite storage. storage. Yeah, which kind of like everyone kind of adopted. You know, or like yeah. Apple has something similar, and then it got bought out by Razer, I believe. Um, and there's the Razer gaming phone. It's sort of built on that technology. What's interesting about the fingerprint sensor is that, you know, the one thing one downfall of the pixel 3 is that it has the most ginormous notch on earth having the fingerprint sensor in screen gets that screen real estate back right because it's hidden within that so i think it's kind of interesting i did take a look at the device in store at like a t-mobile store it's you know it's pretty stunning in the the punch hole you know it's it's funny they they have of course, engineered some backgrounds that have like a darker area up in the top corner. So you don't notice it as much, but saw an animation, I think on the verge where it was kind of cool, where they had a little circular animation. There was like an led ring around, uh, around <coughs> yeah, the camera. I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like a pretty nice touch. Yeah. I don't think any, any of us are jumping back. I think the cameras are the things that we'll, you know, probably see on a, on an Apple phone, probably pretty similar. In the images look like three or more you know, potential cameras. I guess everybody's following that same course. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Huawei that was... started that, right? Huawei was the first to have three really good cameras by Leica or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. The Last Leica year. sensors. Yeah. I guess the one other bigger thing that was very refreshing to me was I only played with it for a couple minutes, but the their their touch whiz has really grown up. The one UI is is mm. very it's very clean. 
Interesting. You know, very, very soft icons, but everything's white. Uh, it, it only took, what, 10 years. <laughs> but, uh, but but it's finally like, all right, there's, there's something interesting there. It's about anyway. time, too, because I think that the, not that it was ever at scale, but I think that the secondary market to, like, skin your phone and, you know, put things like Nova Launcher or others uh, on has, like, really, it feels like that, that universe has gotten mm-hmm. quite small. You know, yeah. people are just more and more satisfied with what comes on it. Yeah, All the toolbar icons are moved over, though. I mean, let's just start off from the top. So, like, the punch hole thing actually looks pretty nice. It's definitely less uh, of an eyesore than even Apple's notch. Or actually, my favorite notch up until this point was probably the uh, Essential Phones notch. That was the best-looking notch I've ever seen up until mm-hmm. the one that, you know, that Samsung announced earlier this week or whenever that was. Or last week, sorry. But the cool, the thing that I don't think is cool is the fact that like all the toolbar icons are now shifted over to the left because obviously sure. they don't they can't be over that uh, hole punch. And then I'm also surprised. Please correct me if I'm wrong, since you saw it in person. Mm-hmm. Is the bottom bezel on the S10 thicker than the iPhone 10 bezel? Mm, um, I'm not quite sure. I, I didn't really completely scrutinize it. That oh, it, looks, it looks pretty yeah. small, and I. I thought I had read that you can, um, in addition to just the shift, which is there, or the background thing that you mentioned, Joey, you can actually tweak the software itself to push down. Uh, you can expand that bar to like hide a little bit more. So if you want to see a clean row of icons, I think it can do that. I mean, it's oh. like a, I'm pretty sure that it can do that. I think it was one of like the leaked things. So I have to like really look more closely. Yeah. sort of defeats the fact that it's there, right? But uh, sure. the in-screen fingerprint sensor, you can still see the lag. It's pretty mm-hmm. noticeable. It's it's the best one I've seen, but there's still noticeable lag. It looks like on par with Face ID, but the uh, the power button touch, whatever, the power button uh, sensor they put in is like instant. It looks very fast. Interesting. The, the 10E. Yeah. yeah, I would say also with Face ID, <laughs> it's something that gets better over time, which is great. You know, it does it does start to see you in different areas and it, it starts to really learn learn who you are in, in so many different angles. Face ID on the iPad Pro is pretty spectacular. Just to have it on different angles. I mean it's it's very, very, very good. Did you pick uh, up another one? I thought you saw I thought you returned it. Yeah, so I, I was telling Jonathan that yeah, I ended up uh, buying a, a open box version. So I wasn't uh, shocker. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, my gosh! Yes, yes. <laughs> Back again. <laughs> well, we were talking about um, there's this cool um, thing called Paperlike, which you it's a screen protector, but it has some resistance to it, so it uh, it feels like a more paperlike writing experience. The matte thing, uh, it's like matte. Yeah, it yeah. looks good. Looks yeah, good. and it protects the screen. So. So yes, yeah, circle. I'm back. Right. Are you going to start drawing artwork for our for our podcast? Um, maybe, Some maybe, maybe. J Money cover original. image. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, for real. Let's just uh, close out. I, I thought it'd be cool to talk about uh, an old phone, just a retro look back. Uh, and the phone that I, I picked this time around was the Nexus One, which was an HTC phone. It it was very sort of almost like metallic and the wild part about it was that it had a uh, the ball what's the ball called uh, to, to track scroll. ball uh, track ball <laughs> yes so so, so i want to say one of the only devices that actually had a track ball i don't i don't recall any track balls on anything else blackberry pearl 
They ripped oh, it off there, the BlackBerry oh, Pro. Oh, there you go. I wasn't a BlackBerry user. I remember that phone pretty well when it came out. It was, it was a pretty slick phone. I think we were all, I think most of us were enamored by the HTC design team. They always had really great phones. But the trackball was was interesting. Plus, it, it glowed, you know, just like the BlackBerry, which is one of the coolest things that I always loved about just having like some additional elements where you could have notification blinking mm-hmm. and colors and very colors. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. You could map it, you know, at a specific apps. If your Jaiku conversation was coming in, you could you can have that green. <laughs> <laughs> but looking back at the design of, of, of Android at that point, it was, you know, it was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was super crude. I mean, I actually, uh, I was at Mobile World Congress the year that that phone was due to arrive. And it was somewhere, I have a photo, I think I found, it was like behind glass. Like you could only touch it in private meetings. <laughs> um, but it was definitely like, you know, they like rammed it into that form factor. And then the iPhone was announced, which had no keyboard. And then that created like the scramble, you know, for things to change very rapidly, uh, which is pretty interesting moment in time because keyboards were all the rage right blackberry yep. was like the dominant you know method for uh, input and certainly you know communication like none of these apps that we use like i mean the app we're using to record this like stuff like that didn't exist totally. wait jonathan you saw the original android phone before iphone was announced yeah 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 it was at Holy mobile world congress yeah i was just coincidentally i was at mobile world congress i think that was 2006 or 7 it was definitely before the iPhone. Wow, uh, uh, cool. was shown. Yeah, yeah, it was whatever you know, ten plus years ago. Nexus One is a damn good-looking phone. It still looks good. I'm looking at it right now on Wikipedia. Yeah, nine years it. ago. Holy crap! Nine yeah. years ago. I think it was yeah, it came in like a neoprene pouch, which was pretty cool. <laughs> I had <laughs> like one for real. I had one for a little while. It didn't stick around, but I had one for a little while. It was, it was oh. very nice. Felt awesome. I was I was like a Nokia nerd at this time, and and then this thing showed up. I think I'm pretty sure I have this guy uh, in the old uh, phone drawer upstairs. That's awesome. I, I do not yeah. have that phone. I do not have that phone. I do remember pretty vividly working at RGA and uh, Chapin, who runs uh, the Twitter account, would was always tweeting from that phone. He had it for a couple of years. It was his it was wow. his go go to phone. Well, I just Googled oh, uh, wow. Nexus One, by the way. It's a thousand bucks on, on eBay. And I'm missing Jesus. out on the secondary market. Jesus. <laughs> that, was a, that was an OLED wow. phone. And an wow. OLED phone. Holy cow. Yeah. That display on that thing was OLED. Well, I mean, remember now, the next, like the Nexus program was like, you know, so with the flagship, right? I mean, just like the Pixel, right? It was supposed to be yeah. uh, having new, new technologies and, and things for you to try out. So. Well, cool, man. Any other uh, closing thoughts uh, for this week? I think there's a lot to do, uh, absorb, you know, sort of following Mobile World Congress, see what's actually real. And uh, I think, you know, Circle, you were talking about the image from the S10. I think stuff like that we'll have to see as people really get their hands on it, how it works. Like, I don't think anyone was able to touch any of the folding devices, uh, right. which is kind of, yeah. a, kind of an interesting thing because I think the Galaxy Fold is supposed to be sold in like two months. I'm not sure when the Huawei one is realistically going to be sold, but that's kind of sketchy if you can't 
like how real is it if you can't touch it? You know, yeah. You know, I think Jonathan, you can maybe sacrifice your Nexus One and a couple other devices, and you know, put it into the you know, Galaxy <laughs> Fold. Uh, you know, just so we can all fondle it. Um, just yeah, uh, be interesting to see if actually even they carry it in a store or not. They probably you have to go to the Samsung store or something like that to check it out. There are uh, actually Samsung stores coming now. I was reading too. I think three or four new stores. Yeah, so yeah. One, one in L.A., um, I think there's one in New York, Chicago, maybe. They've had that 837 place, which is pretty cool as like a an experiment, but you could never buy anything there, So, which was like the craziest thing because there's such a huge footprint in the meatpacking district, the rent for that little space, and they're making no money on it other than, you know, just having people come fondle their devices. It's well, the U.S. headquarters is above that, you know, that store. Yeah. So that's yeah. like a showcase more than anything. You're talking yeah. about the eight, eight, uh, what is it called? Eight, three, seven, eight, three, seven. Yeah. 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 The one yeah. in the West village. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Uh, packing. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, cool, man. Well, thanks guys for, uh, ranting and raving about this week's mobile news and hope to catch you guys, uh, maybe, uh, next week or the week after. Cool. Should we say Sounds our Twitter good. handles or does that matter? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. How do we follow you, Circo, on, on uh, Twitter I'm or Instagram? At, I'm at Mobile Divide on Twitter, and then I'm at Circo, S-E-R-K-O, on uh, Instagram. How about you, Jonathan? I am uh, at Atmosphere. It's A-T-M-A-S-P-H-E-R-E, pretty much everywhere. Cool. I am at J Money on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, don't tweet too much. Very busy these days, but um, anyway... Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Definitely. Thanks, guys. Later. Later. Take care, man. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Bye.